Well, if y'all, you have an idea for a cold open here? Not really. No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Oh yeah, no, no, I do, I do actually. Oh, you, you do. Okay. Give me, give me a beat, and then, and then I'll. Oh, you want I'll me to give it. you a beat? Or no, no, not a beat, like, like a moment. <laughs> oh, you want me to? <laughs> I thought you were going to me to beatbox real quick while I you did like, your, oh, your intro. Walter, do you also beatbox? <laughs> in screenwriting, a beat is like... No, I know that. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, what a yeah, beat yeah. is. It just... yeah. Don't mansplain beats to me. I, I know <laughs> yeah. what it is. Sorry. Okay, okay so whatever here, you're ready. Is. Go for it. Like a three, two, one, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're good. Just whenever. We should probably walk the dog. That was a that was a great yeah. moment. Like that, I I think I was telling I forget I think I was telling one of my coworkers the way that they kind of played at uh, and showed you how Clint was losing his hearing, mm-hmm. but then also specifically in that moment on the subway where they're they're saying the same thing because Clint doesn't hear what Kate is saying. Right. Mm-hmm. Really funny and not overused. Like it, it would be really easy to be insensitive it about that. It was the that. perfect. And it yeah. was like the perfect amount of like, we should probably walk the dog. <laughs> He's probably hungry. <laughs> That's good. That's good. All right. Well, cool. Welcome, Welcome. to. Yes, oh, did you yeah. want to do it? My bad. I didn't mean to come no, across I, you there. I think you were ahead of me technically. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Beat yeah. you to it. Um, well, welcome to the, I don't, I don't even have, we have a name for the episode. What do we call this one? MCU layover corner once it, in a while series. Hawkeye episodes over. three and four. Hawkeye <laughs> episode three and four. We We're are put that so whole good thing at this. <laughs> we don't, we need a name for our MCU. We do. We need to call it just MCU roundup, honestly. That'll work. Um, but okay. this ah, is we'll episode Three and four, we are too busy and too lazy to cover every single episode of Hawkeye, <laughs> even though we really like it. Um, so we are doing covering episodes three and four tonight, mm-hmm. and in two weeks on Christmas or two days, three days before Christmas, December Christmas 22nd, Eve, 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 exactly. Eve. Thank you. We yes, are covering the finale in episode five, and on Saturday the eighteenth, we are covering Spider Man. No way home. Woo! Man, Super I'm excited. excited. I'm Isaac Sims. I'm Walter I'm a, Lyle. Ooh, nope. I'm ooh. sorry, Walter. Mm. It's I'm fine. A woman. You gotta be That's faster fine. on that. <laughs> gotta, gotta be faster than that. <laughs> I'm Olivia Clement. Hey, Olivia. Hi. How's it going, guys? It's good. We uh, real quick. We're recording this at like 11 p.m. on a Wednesday night. Um, because because <laughs> Isaac has been just been working like crazy. We had to wait on Isaac for a long time. I so. I worked literally fourteen hours today. Man, that sounds rough. horrible. Yeah, no lunch break. No lunch wow. break. No lunch break. Oh, man, have you eaten? Th- uh, yes. Okay. I, I had some really good pizza. Shotgun Dan's here in Little Rock. Mm-hmm. Sure, nice. I know that place. Mm-hmm. I don't, no. but I believe you. Did. I don't. <laughs> We'll we'll get it sometime, Walter. Nice. And Olivia, okay. if you if you come into town, maybe I don't know if I'll ever step foot in that state again. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I love Arkansas. Arkansas. I love Arkansas. Lots of people I love live in that state, including my brother, including you guys. Yeah. So I'll be there again. We should. Uh, we should. Come on down. We'll, we'll buy some pizza for the dog. The pizza there you dog. Go. Pizza, pizza dog. dog. Pizza dog. Best pizza character in the dog. show for sure. Yeah. That, um, that we need to take on a walk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's hear from Walter real quick because Olivia and I covered uh, the premiere 
Mm-hmm. And Walter, you were not on the episode with us. So I was not. Give us your 30 seconds a minute. Uh, well, feelings well, I got about a bone Hawkeye. to pick with y'all on that one. I did not know that y'all were recording that that night. But you were also out of town, I think. Um. Yeah, no, that. it's nice to be invited, though, Isaac. So, that's, okay, that's true, again, and I want to be I'll, I'll every, I want to remind everybody, my role in this podcast is producer, okay? I'm the, pro- <laughs> the and I'm the only one, right? I am the producer of this podcast. No, no, don't cut, a, don't cut me off. I'm talking. So, I am at my in-law's house celebrating Thanksgiving week, and I get a notification on my phone from Spotify. Hey, new episode of Flyover Film Country. And I was like, uh, when did we do that? The hell it is. <laughs> so I, te- I texted Isaac and Have I was I been like, replaced? Yeah, I was like, when did y'all record? He's like, oh, we recorded last night. I figured you didn't want to because you're out of town. And I'm like, well, it's nice to be included, Isaac. So I, I hate, I, I hate when that happens to me equally as much as you do. And so I promise I will never do it again. It's fine. It's fine. When, when we record without you, Isaac, and don't tell you and, or invite you? No, when I'm not invited to things, even though I am not able to come, it's nice to be invited. Oh, it's nice to know I mean, you guys do you. stuff all the time without me and don't invite me. That's true. You also so. live like several hours away. Okay, well, it's nice to be invited. <laughs> <laughs> it's sorry. also your fault I you live that far away. Face. Yeah. Oh, so anyway, anyway, yes, I did miss the first um, uh, the first flyover episode talking about episodes one and two. Um, I should also say, uh, we'll remind everybody that I'm also not historically known as a big MCU fan. And I was talking with some friends about it earlier tonight. I think I've seen everything in the MCU except for about a third of it, including like the shows and movies and stuff. So I've seen every like most of everything to kind of know, you know, Enough. the overarching story. Yeah, plot yeah. lines and stuff like that. Um, and this is the first MCU show on Disney Plus that I've seen. Um, it's like I haven't. I know any, I gotta watch Loki. I know I gotta watch WandaVision and Captain Falcon and Winter Soldier. Is that Winter Soldier Captain? It's Falcon? not that good. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, I know I gotta watch him because uh, I was actually pleasantly surprised by how much I've been enjoying Hawkeye so far. So yep. uh, I binged all four episodes that are currently out today. Um, and it was very enjoyable, and I am actually very excited for the rest of it to come out. So, same, yeah. Olivia, real quick, just before we get into like the the heavy details of episodes three and four, mm-hmm. how are as of now? How would you rank, or where would Hawkeye rank amongst your MCU shows of twenty twenty one so far? Third, I think is one division think- first and Loki second. <sighs> Yeah, I think that's my ranking. Okay. Yeah. It goes WandaVision, Loki, Hawkeye, and then Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm. Although, I think this is a lot... I like this a lot better than Falcon and Winter Soldier. But it's so different from, from WandaVision and Loki. It's hard to almost they're hard rank to, them. They're hard to yeah. compare. Sure. Yeah. Like, I think... Comparing WandaVision and Loki makes way more sense to me than, and even then they're very different shows, but Mm -hmm. this is such a smaller scale than Mm -hmm. those other shows. I think strictly, strictly because of that characteristic, Hawkeye is my favorite of the shows that have released this year. Okay. Partially because it's lighthearted, partially because you 
Hawkeye is the least amount of like background information you need to get mm-hmm. to know going yeah. into any of the other shows that have released this year. And it's the most fun. And I think I think it's partially because of like where I'm at with MCU overload yeah. mm-hmm. and fatigue where I'm like, oh, fun. And Haley Steinfeld, oh my gosh, like this is great. Like yeah. every scene mm-hmm. I really, really enjoy. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I've, I've, I think it's really fun so far. It's just a, it's a cool, almost like a buddy cop adventure mm-hmm. kind of thing. So. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. And there's really a pizza cool. dog. And there's a pizza, a one-eyed pizza dog. Uh, and Vera Farmiga's in it. I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of her as a fan of the Conjuring series. So mm-hmm. uh, that's really cool. I love so far the interweaving of characters and their backstories and their motivations. Um, everything seems like intertwined. Super interesting, cool mystery. So yeah, yeah, big fan. Super, super good. Okay, cool. Wanted to take a little pulse. Yeah. Uh, Isaac, can you give us an episode? Or an episode. Can you give us a summary of episode three? Episode three. There's a big car chase. Clint drives a car backward for a while mm-hmm. through a Christmas tree lot. He hits Kazi with like five trick arrows. Kazi is like beat the crap up. Uh, we get a we get the first kind of real look at how Clint is going deaf, and he and Echo have a big fight, and Echo smashes his hearing aids, and we basically get a overt tease that. Ronan, not Ronan, Kingpin is coming to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. And it sounds ex- exactly like Vincent D'Onofrio, who played Kingpin in the Daredevil series. You didn't see those, did you, Walter? Uh, I try. I think I watched a little bit of them when they first came out, and then, I don't know, I just wasn't, went into it. So Yeah. Yeah. Wow. They're so good. Well, Daredevil's really good. All three seasons. But yeah. anyway, um, so, oh yeah. And then Olivia found some trivia for us in the comics. Maya Lopez, who is um, mm-hmm. Echo, takes mm-hmm. on the mantle of Ronan in the comics. And Elektra, Iron Fist, and The Hand are all tied to Maya, as well as Kingpin and um, Daredevil. So we'll have to see whether or not other characters kind of crop up surrounding her mm-hmm. character. Um, even though King Kingpin is already been teased. Yeah. So yeah, that's basically episode three. Yeah. It was fun. It started like with that action set piece. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Really cool action in that episode. The coolest scene that I, I, from that, that episode was the way they shot the car chase and it was just like a one shot for a while. And, I think I've said this before on here. I love a one shot, mm-hmm. like a single shot. Yeah. It's just amazing to me. Yep. Yes. And that was, that. I just want to say that was really cool. That was it. Yeah. I really liked it too. And, and, and the only thing I have against it is like, if you watch kind, if you're like even semi paying attention because it, it really engages you like for when it's going for about 15 or 20 seconds and you're like, mm-hmm. Oh, they're not cutting away. This is like yeah. one shot or it's cut to be one shot. If you look really closely, yeah. the other cars on the road, you can tell they're like very much computer generated. And I was kind of like, oh man, but it was still a lot of fun. Great, yeah. great, great scene. Okay, well, yeah. thanks for taking taking the fun out of it. Just how I feel. <laughs> Not trying to take the fun out of it. I'm also going to point no. out 
that um, that Maya. I think you mentioned she start she started out as a daredevil daredevil villain, um, but she later joins the Avengers in the yeah. comics. Yeah. So I don't know what that means for like what what's going to happen with Maya Lopez, aka Echo, in this in the MCU, but. There, yeah, I mean, there, there's a few different routes they can take with her, and I think it'll be cool to see mm-hmm. what happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited for her character. Um, that she's super badass. Uh, you know, has a really cool motivation that's, you know, a little more nuanced and complex than I'm bad. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, because like I think with her it makes sense that she wants she wants revenge mm-hmm. um and, and it's not like yeah like you said i'm not bad to be bad like i i want to avenge my father's death mm-hmm. and, and if she grew if she did grow up with kingpin in her life then she, this is all kind of, this is all she kind of knows right so so it's just yeah. going to be cool to see what happens and what unfolds in these next two episodes with her especially Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, so, oh, sorry. Uh, go ahead, Walter. Well, I was just gonna ask really quick uh, if Daredevil is part of the MCU officially. So this is actually kind of big news. Yeah, he was confirmed by Kevin Feige that, or it was confirmed like two days ago, or maybe yesterday. Was it yesterday? I uh, don't know. Today's I been attached, a long day. I attached an article. <laughs> Let me pull it up real quick. It was this article was written three days ago so i guess maybe sunday it was announced that kevin feige said that charlie cox who played daredevil in the netflix series Mm -hmm. is returning to the mcu and for those of you who have not spent entirely way too much time on twitter uh, (coughs) there have been lots of rumors of charlie cox showing up as matt murdoch on the spider-man no way home set um there's actually been pictures like a a picture of a shot from the movie where you see charlie cox um tom holland who else marissa tomei i think it's just yeah i think it's him and marissa tomei yeah sitting at a table you can't see yeah Uh they're like sitting at a table and the theory that i've seen is matt murdoch is is helping peter as the like as a lawyer to uh-huh. because Peter is well I don't know how much money he has now that he's technically an avenger and I don't know what Tony Stark left him but anyway since I imagine Peter and Aunt May are not super wealthy right. they can't afford a good lawyer so Matt Murdock and who helps out people and that's what he does in the show is he and his partner Foggy help out people no matter what really uh-huh. like how, in whatever way they can pay the like be paid they will take mm-hmm. it and so that's the theory is that that's when he's coming back but kevin feige has not confirmed that he said that we'll see him at some point he didn't say when yeah. and he said what? yeah and he said that he would be playing daredevil but it's likely that like one of the big things that they'll have to overcome is the netflix Marvel shows were very mature, very yeah. sexual, violent. Yep, lots of language, and or, n- there was there was more language in the MCU. And it's just kind of like, how do we bring these characters in if yeah. 
if we have to keep a family friendly tone. Right. Um, so, but Charlie Cox is like, personally, like my favorite performance in anything like superhero related. Like it's just really, really fantastic, especially the first season mm-hmm. of Daredevil. It's just really special seeing like he's been on Boardwalk Empire and a bunch of other uh-huh. prestige TV and he just really brings this incredible gravitas to to that character. So yeah. that's exciting for sure. Yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. Episode four. Um, oh, episode three ends with Clint and Kate breaking into Kate's mom's apartment to get some information and it ends with Jack, her soon to be stepfather mm-hmm. with the Ronin sword, uh, pointing it at Clint's throat. And then episode four begins with her and Jack and Clint and what's, uh, Miss Bishop's name. I just call her Vera Farmiga. Vera Farmiga. <laughs> Is it a- Elizabeth? Uh, I cannot remember. No, I want to say, I feel like Elaine is wrong. Gosh, we're so good at this. Something Bishop. We're, really we're good. so good. But it does. It that's the next scene. It, the first scene in episode four Eleanor. picks up right at the end of mm-hmm. episode three. Like it, it's yes. it's almost seamless. Yeah. And yeah, so, yeah. what was it? Eleanor is Eleanor. Eleanor I knew it was something. I said, just hit my mic. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I knew it was something with an e. Yeah, it's Eleanor. Yep. So, um, uh, yeah. but. <laughs> And I'm jumping ahead because I love this moment so much. And you guys may not have picked it up. Do y'all watch stuff with subtitles? Yes. Oh, all the time. Okay, okay. So, I'll, okay. So I know some people don't. But did y'all catch when Kate overhears Eleanor and Jack talking? And Jack says, she's composed around her idol. If I ever met Hugh and Lewis, I would be a wreck. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. That was a great line. This is one of the best, the funniest like, lines. Literally comparing like, Clint Barton, <laughs> Hawkeye, an Avenger, somebody who literally saved the entire world multiple times. Multiple times. And then he's like, he's like, yeah, but like, if I met Huey Lewis, that'd be crazy. <laughs> <right?"> <laughs> it's so funny. So yeah. freaking funny. Yeah. But there, there's definitely this sense. Do you guys think that Jack and Clint know each other? I think. No. I, okay. I could see it happening. I think Jack might know more about Clint than he's letting on. Because, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we've seen so many times just in these four episodes of Jack not letting on about, like, like not, like, he, he keeps his cards very close to his, uh, to his vest, right? So, is that, did I phrase that right? You did, yeah. which Keep I thought your, you were going to mess it up on purpose. I thought I was they too. talk about, they talk about how Jack messes up. Yes. Phrases. I, 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 I know, that was literally in my head, and I was like, I don't want to be like Jack right now. I'd mess up these, <laughs> like, English idioms. Um, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> <laughs> he, well, he so anyway so he he, uh, he 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 holds back a lot of info from people and that was I think like the scene of them fencing um, I can't remember what episode I think was that in this episode episode four that was like episode Ooh, one was that way earlier one or two mm, well it wasn't on that episode of the podcast we'll talk about you it watched anyway. it today so, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it was really recent for you. Anyway, the episode where they were fencing. Yeah, the episode where they were fencing. I mean, obviously she like she called his bluff on like him being a really good fencer. Um and I think obviously that's a I think that's supposed to like go to show that like there's Jack is way deeper um 
than we've seen so far, and we're going to keep seeing him, like, know things that we don't know about. Like, what was his fascination with the Ronin sword, right? Mm-hmm. Like, why why was he even at that auction in the first place? So, um, yeah, I think he knows more about Clint and the Avengers than he's letting on. Um, and uh, and I, I, we'll talk about this more in just a little bit, but, you know, he gets kind of get proven that he's working on he's he's a shady dude he is shady and you know what Eleanor's shady too because she Mm -hmm. gives a call to someone and says i really need to talk to you it's urgent and they they basically find out that this the shell company is sloan limited right kazi works for and that's eleanor's one of Eleanor's, or no, Jack's businesses, right? Yes. Yeah, because yeah. Jack is the CEO, CEO and he's laundering money for, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, the big man, which is also, mm-hmm. like, another reference, to very King obvious King. reference to King. Yeah. King. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, like, going back to, I believe, episode one, um, when uh, Vera Farmiga is getting uh, kind of intimidated by the old guy, his uh, Jack's uncle, mm-hmm. uh, Armand, was that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, she definitely is more wrapped up in this than, uh, she is letting on as well. Um, and I believe that she's keeping, um, Kate in the dark about it, obviously just to try to keep her safe. Um, but it's Kate's overconfidence, which has been a big theme so far is, um, complicating that obviously. So, and we still haven't learned exactly why, uh, he was killed. Armand. No, that's right. like the that's like, that's the current murder mystery going on, which I love. I think it's really cool that like we still don't really, you know. I think it's it's I feel like it's kind of obviously pointing to Jack being the one who killed mm-hmm. him because he was killed with a sword and Jack has the sword. But I also feel like knowing Marvel, they could they could throw a wrench in that and like make it somebody else or at least make his motivations like something that we would have no idea about. I I think I said this in the last episode. Sorry, Walter, you were not here for that. No. Um, I I really think that Eleanor is going to end up being the, revealed to be the big bad, and it's mm. not going to be Jack. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Like, I think she's going to end up being the one who has a whole lot of power, and Jack mm-hmm. has. Not that he doesn't have any, but I think she's going to have way more than, than is to be expected at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... That's yeah. that's my theory. There's not a whole lot to go off of that, but here we are. Yeah. How many episodes are they supposed to have for this season? Six. Six. Okay. So we only have two more. Yeah. So we're. Woo. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Another interesting thing. So right before Clint goes down the elevator, Eleanor's like, "Do you have kids? I'm gonna assume that you have kids." And he mm-hmm. doesn't say anything. But mm-hmm. then later, when Kate finds the list about um clint's family Mm -hmm. in maya's apartment sneaky connection Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. eleanor's probably doing some mark zuckerberg surveillance on laura at the barton farm yep and feeding it feeding it to maya what Mm -hmm. if eleanor's the big man but she called herself could be no that uh, who's working for the big? Who did we say was working for the big man? Jack. Eleanor called someone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, that's true. She no, could. Yeah. Hmm. Who knows? She called someone and said it's urgent. She didn't that's say. True. I'm the big it, man. I'm the big man. 
Hello, Give this me. is Vera Farmiga. You can also call me Kingpin sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's urgent. It's urgent. <laughs> what is this? Some kind of squid game? <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Yeah, for a while, Walter, I was sending um, Olivia and Eric this. It's this Twitter account that was like um, really obvious movie references. No, I, yeah, that I've were, seen that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. It's like, Those are good. What is this? Some kind of squid game? And it's like. <laughs> And it all happened once upon a time in Hollywood. <laughs> like, it's really stupid. Like, it, it doesn't actually happen in the movie. <laughs> of course, the classic, I'm going to become the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are you people, some sort of parasite? <laughs> anyway. Who do you think you are, Hawkeye? Actually, they say <laughs> Hawkeye a lot in this series. <laughs> I was going to do a Hawkeye one, but I was they like, literally no, they talk say about it branding. constantly. Yeah. You're a Hawkeye. Um... Man, no, what else happens? Oh, that's right, Katniss. Katniss. Um, so after Clint and Kate separate, Kate kind of sits there and she's like, "Well, things might be okay with Jack," but then when she goes to see Clint and brings like the Christmas and sets everything up for him, which I thought was really sweet. I love that mm-hmm. whole scene yeah. where they're mm-hmm. they're throwing the coin and uh, they're game Drinking. planning. Yeah. What? They're drinking. They're just drinking. And drinking, All yeah. those, like, yeah, yeah. frozen, like, daiquiris and margaritas. Yeah. yeah. I run it. So, I want to interrupt that real quick. I do, I do really love that scene. And it climaxes with her finding out that he was Ronin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's really kind of touching because it's sort of a never meet your heroes mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, that, like, both of their s- skill as performers, I thought, was really well showcased and she's kind of like shocked but also not surprised like i don't know like she just played it really really well yeah as that dawning of understanding um came upon her but i want to interrupt it because the they're in that apartment is not clint's it's Mm -hmm. kate's aunt's Mm -hmm. right who is a comic figure and she'll probably show up at some point but wait who's wait hold on hold on who's your aunt fill us in on that yeah. I don't really know. I just know that she's in the comics and okay, she's not she's up. kind of a minor minor character. Okay. But Clint's drinking from a mug that says Thanos was right, mm-hmm. which is the second time mm-hmm, reference we've seen it like the first being in the bathroom at the theater and it's what do you think that means in this universe? I, th- I think it probably means what it means when people yeah. posted on social media of like Thanos was right that he mm-hmm he should have wiped out half the universe. Uh, what do you think it means? Well, ex- we'll explain it a little bit more. Like, what do you think leads people to feel that way? I guess. Well, so, so when I th- jokingly sort of half jokingly think of that, it's, it's like, well, we right. I mean, as of right now in real life, we are overpopulated, we don't have enough resources. I mean, we have been, we as a whole world have been limited on resources the past year and a half, almost two years, right? Because of COVID, because the one, lots of people have died, but two, like there's, we don't have any way of like producing anything, right? So, so there's not enough of what we have to go around because what who is left can't 
can't make all the stuff that is needed for what is left or for who is left. And mm-hmm. so I think that's, that's it. Um, also people suck. <laughs> like, like people yeah. do, like they're just very selfish and, and Thanos, his whole thing was, was restoring balance to the universe. Mm-hmm. He wasn't, he wasn't quite the, the mad Titan that he's portrayed to be in the comics, but he wanted balance and I don't know if there's ever been balance in the universe. Right. And, and so it just, it feels like, I mean, think about how chaotic everything has been in the past year and a half, just alone, mm-hmm. not even in the last like four years, four and a half years, 10 years, anything like that. Like it just feels like things are getting progressively worse. And I don't know if they're making a commentary on that or if they're just trying to be funny or what it just doesn't feel like like it doesn't feel like things are okay and while yes half of the universe was gone when thanos snaps his fingers there there were lots of things that happened as a result like the the water was cleaner and whales could you know like like there's that scene in endgame where he where captain america is talking with uh, Steve is talking with Natasha and he's like, the, there's whales in the Hudson. Mm-hmm. And that would not happen ever. That won't ever happen unless, mm-hmm. you know, something and not again. And then she goes, so you feel like Thanos was right. And I don't know if she actually says that, but that's the question basically. And so I don't know. I think that that's what people are getting at. Uh, anytime something horrible happens or something incredibly stupid happens i i i see a tweet every so often say thanos was right (laughs) (laughs) i mean so i i I don't know if that's what they're getting at uh walter do you have thoughts um no i pretty much agree with everything you said um i think it's of course like the implications of it are deeper but uh, yeah the phrase itself is uh i think on the surface that's exactly what it is um, I guess I'm just interested in why they're introducing that theme in this series because as opposed to any like why now yeah because this series is about like it's a it's a mentor mentee mm-hmm. relationship centered around like basically Clint is afraid that now that he's been friends with Kate for like three or four days, that that she will die and that he can't mm-hmm. protect her the way he couldn't protect Natasha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's pretty clear that he's still dealing with that guilt and like the trauma of his family disappearing and like yeah. how sad he is that he can't be with them. That he like he can't get away from being a superhero. Mm-hmm. And moreover, like specifically what he did while his family was gone during this that time the snap it's so stupid i can't believe i'm saying it (laughs) uh well i'll 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 say this real quick so also like my theory of why they're kind of leaning into the whole thanos is right motif in in this series is because correct me if i'm wrong but i think clint was the was affected the hardest by the snap Mm -hmm. because literally his whole family was taken Mm -hmm. away and i don't think we saw that with any of the other um, any other Avengers, right? And so, so of course, there's that along with his. Uh, sorry, my, ooh, my computer's freaking out. Uh, hold on. 
Okay, back. Sorry, had to uh, had some technical difficulties on my end. Um, anyway, I was talking about the Thanos is right motif. Um, so anyway, yeah, we saw Clint's whole family disappear in that. So um, I think they're just leaning into that more in this series because Clint is already dealing with the guilt, um, the survivor's guilt with Natasha, mm-hmm. and then um, of course in the in the beginning of the series we Clint, we see Clint being such a family man. Um, and maybe because he just naturally is a family man, but also he's probably like making sure he's trying to relish all the moments that he has with his family in case, because because he knows he has experienced one moment them being there and the next moment them not being there, and for the next five years they weren't there. So, um, right. I think just uh, kind of they're they're the whole Thanos is right thing is just digging into that wound that he has even more. Um, so, uh, I don't know. I think it makes it a little more interesting. Um, you know, but of course seeing Thanos was right, uh, as like a joke or a meme on social media, I'll admit kind of lessens the impact, this, the serious impact of it that it has mm-hmm. in the TV show. Um, yeah. so, uh, but yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on that. And real quick, before we move on, I want to circle back to Kate's aunt real quick. Cause I looked, I looked her character up from the comics. And here's, this is a uh, Polygon.com article is about it. Uh, so Moira Brandon is the character's name, is an actual character from the comics. Uh, she first appeared alongside Hawkeye in West Coast Avengers back in the 1990s. Um, and they don't expect uh, Moira herself to actually show up in the show. Um, her cameo is just her apartment. Um, mm-hmm. And so, of course, at her apartment, you see old movie posters. Uh, I think in one quick shot, you see like an old headshot of Moira. Um, and uh, so that's kind of, th- that's what the, the, the cameo basically is. And uh, also says here that in Avengers West Coast, Volume 2, number 100, Moira is a Golden Age starlet who's down on her luck, a Norma Desmond type who is easily threatened by the villain Crossfire who asks her to use her influence to get Hawkeye and his wife Mockingbird to buy her mansion as a home base for the West Coast Avengers. So hmm. uh, obviously kind of seems like a different storyline than what uh, this show is going after, but uh, Moira is supposed to be very, very old. Um, and of course, mm-hmm. she appeared in the 1990s, so she was a movie star in the 20s. Um, so I assume she would not be that old if she's in uh, this series that takes place in modern day, but um, yeah. I think she's supposed but- to be a good bit older, so they, she probably won't show up. Uh, in this series be cool she did though the poster that uh kate haphazardly writes on in sharpie Mm -hmm. (laughs) um is a callback to the comics yeah um her aunt like was a it pays tribute to uh a chance of love of love yeah yeah um anyway yeah yeah it was a cool cool little cameo um without an actual cameo so i think that's nice yeah so what else happens in ep four how about that last fight scene yeah i was gonna say are we just gonna glaze over that like (laughs) oh what else happens what else happened well so okay hmm. well this all starts they end up there because clint's wife what's her name laura yeah, Laura Barton. Laura is like, hey, what about the the watch? Which has mm-hmm. not even been a thought in anyone's mind since episode one. Mm-hmm. Because yep. you see that at the beginning, the the guys who are trying to break into the auction are like, we have to get 
we have yeah, to get like, the watch. That's their main thing to get. Yeah. Yeah. Everything else is just like secondary, but this is what we have to get. And you see them, they, the guy who's like loading up the truck acts like stumbles upon it and takes it. Mm-hmm. But, but so, so Laura's like, is the watch still like around? Like, do you know where the watch is? And Clint says that he thought it was destroyed. And she, Laura's like, I'm going to check and was able to track it to some apartment, which we later find out is Maya's. And so that's how they end up there. Um, do we want to talk about the watch first or do we want to talk about the fight scene? I just don't know what the watch is. Yeah, I'm still confused on that myself. I don't know what it's, it is. I, I looked Maybe up. he used it like during while he was Ronin. Well, so he's, he said that it, it belonged to a friend who's been out of the game for a long time. Yeah. And I think since at that point, Kate knew, knows already that he's Ronin. So why, why wouldn't he just say it was his? Well, because you know? I think mm-hmm. it wasn't actually his. That's I don't my think theory, it was at least. I read a couple different articles and they were theorizing who could it could belong to someone mm-hmm. said it was Nick Fury who's te- technically out of the game but as we saw from the uh Spider-Man Far From Home in credit scene he's clearly mm-hmm. not out of the game but another one which was interesting I don't know how true this is it was just an interesting theory was that it was Laura's like she cuz we don't know anything about her before yeah who, who was she before she and Clint were married and had kids? Mm-hmm. Hmm. So I don't, I don't know anything about her, her character in the comics or anything. So I, I don't know. That yeah. Oh, that was I think, yeah. I think, and I could, I'm going to look it up again before I, you know, I want to make sure I'm right. Um, uh, so in the comics, uh, she was, um, a superhero called Mockingbird alongside alongside Hawkeye. Like they were like, they're married, but they're like a superhero couple. Um, And so I very much could see, and I would love, because I'm a big fan of Linda Cardellini. Oh yeah. Imagining Linda Cardellini as a superhero. Oh man. Well, that's exciting. That would be really cool. That would Um, be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I think that would be a really cool uh, way for the take. And it would open up um, Laura Barton obviously becoming a much more prominent player um, yeah. in the MCU um, and possibly even an Avenger herself. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be really cool. Yeah. And I, if she's. I would love to see her just like be her Scooby Doo character. <laughs> she's just Velma. <laughs> she's Velma. Yeah. Yeah. Jinkies, guys. I can't find oh my, my glasses. It's oh, in, a, in Dead to Me. She'll her, like show. James Marsden, her uh, her abusive boyfriend will mm-hmm. be like, "Shut up!" She's like, "Don't talk to me like that." I'm sorry. It's okay. I promise. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> the way so the the way she's like firm yet like kind of like oh I don't know like it's so funny it never gets old. Yeah. Have you That's guys really have you guys seen Legally Blonde? It's been a long no. time. Okay. Okay. Well, then I won't. She's in it, and she's. She's great. I love it. Everything about that movie is so perfect. And she's in it and it makes it perfect too. So Yeah. Uh yeah. No, she's great. Let's just name every movie she's been in. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> for IMDb. Uh, so yeah, this this theory that I'm reading on Inverse.com talks about um, that she like that the watch belongs to her. She used to be Mockingbird, um, and then they're going to introduce um, Mockingbird into kind of the fold. Um, and in the last article I read, it said that it's expected that. Um, that like episode five is going to be like really crazy. They're going to introduce something, and that could be it. I don't yep. know because it's yeah. the second to last episode of the season. Yeah. It, and it would be cool. It would make sense if you know if Clint says they've been out of the game for a long time. I mean, mm-hmm. how old is their oldest kid? How, I mean, who knows how long they've been married? So that's. I mean, if yeah. their oldest kid looks like he's probably like sixteen or seventeen, I was about to say, so yeah, fifteen or sixteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so I don't know. I kind of like that theory. Apparently, this takes place two years after Endgame, mm-hmm. and so in Spider-Man, the other Marvel property that's coming before the finale of this series, apparently happens like right after Far From Home. Okay. So it, I believe, Hawkeye takes place after Spider-Man. Mm. So this might be like the latest. MCU like timeline thing that's happened post Endgame. Does that make sense? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I believe I believe that's the case. Mm-hmm. Okay. But anyway, it does it matter because the timeline doesn't exist <laughs> anymore? I mean, it doesn't. Yeah. This is like the quote unquote main timeline. Yeah, I guess. Right. Okay. But the main MCU timeline. Yeah. I hate we'll when timelines are are screwed up like this because then it just it it bothers me when it's not all in like sequential order. But yeah. I'm being, I'm being nitpicky because because WandaVision takes place like a couple months after like, Endgame. Yeah, like pretty recently after Endgame. Hawkeye, we don't know. Not yeah. We don't know when Loki takes place, and it doesn't matter because there's technically well, technically not a time. right after right after well, 2012. Oh, yeah, but it, but but again, like that place is not in time. Yeah. So yeah, no, you're right. You're totally right. So it doesn't and then matter. Falcon and Winter Soldier, I think, is six weeks after Endgame. Yeah, I think it's like it's, really soon after. I think it and that show and and WandaVision kind of almost overlap in like when they take place. Yeah, yeah. So so also actually, it would make sense because like Far From Home takes place pretty soon after Endgame, mm-hmm. and that would make sense why Spider Man wasn't there in New York. When Falcon and Winter Shoulder Soldier showed up, yeah, actually, that could I don't be know if they even thought because about they that. were were they over there in the summertime in Europe? I don't know. I don't remember a whole lot from the show. I try not to think about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Uh, it wasn't very good. I don't think I would rewatch it. No, I would I rewatch would- Loki. I would rewatch all the other ones though for sure. But yeah, and I don't know, go just going back to that real quick. I'm I was just tired I was tired of all of the MCU shows being like overly serious and I I appreciated that they were tackling kind of heavy topics, but I was like do they got to tackle like identity and racism and like trauma and like will I ever find love in a depressing way? Like, which is what Loki is about. 
like do they have to cover all those back to back to back like it didn't feel like levity like very light at yes. all like i don't know in the like as a whole also um, in the original timeline of our world that was not what was supposed to happen it was that's not supposed very, to happen that way that's very very true so, they pivoted hard for people who were going to be all at home watching stuff on tv who and it makes sense had nothing else to do yep like um us. yes <laughs> L- look at us Look, who'd, look, who'd at hey, look at us. Hey, hey, look at us. Look at us. Uh, I love Paul Rudd. Um, so what were y'all's thoughts uh, when Yelena Belova showed up? Well, okay. First of all, did you guys... Walter has had no idea. Walter, did you have any idea who she was? Are you talking about Florence Pugh? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she, okay. she was in Little Women. Yeah. <laughs> She, she's playing, she made a mold of her she's feet. She's playing her character from Little Women in Hawkeye. <laughs> I made a mold of my feet for Lori because he said they're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. I I almost bought that movie on Blu-ray the other day. Okay. Also, oh. the scene the scene where she gives that speech to Lori. Oh man, so it good. gets me every time. It's so good. She's a great Instagram follow. She mm. really is. I'll really go follow is. him. Is Haley Steinfeld on Twitter, on Instagram? She probably. I think she is. I don't think I follow her though. I should probably follow her. I'll go, follow her soon. Should go follow her. Anyway, anyway, I saw anyway. where someone was like Florence Pugh went from filming whatever that Olivia Wilde movie is called to Hawkeye and talk about range. And I was like, she went from filming Midsummer to Little Women. Oh yeah, yeah. that's a that's wild range. transition. Which is a wild transition. That's crazy. So, but okay, Walter, did you know she was going to show up in this show? Um, well, okay, so having I haven't seen Black Widow, um, mm-hmm. and I know I should, and I probably will at some point soon. But um, I yeah no, I know who her character is. Like I you know okay. I made sure I looked up you know so I have enough background there, um, and uh, and I of course I know that um, Clint and Natasha were like best friends, and so obviously like. Uh, he would know about her family, right? Or at least a little bit, um, right? Because isn't doesn't that Natasha's sister? Yeah. Yes. Well, he okay. knew he knew that she was a black widow. Yeah. And that she was obviously connected to um, Natasha somehow. Right. Or, okay. or through that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But so they're not sisters, though. They're not okay. So they're not biological kind sisters. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. They're not. They're not sisters. Biologically speaking. Okay. They're sisters in the... I hate that I'm about to use this. But their sister's kind of like soul, a sorority They're sense. soul sisters. Mm, okay. They, if the sorority was designed around like killing people. Around yeah, yeah. brainwashing you should. and using you solely to become an assassin and kill okay. people. That, that makes sense. Not that different from, from a sorority. Right. No, I mean, that's that's how I think of sororities. Right, yeah. So not that different, but um, a little different. Sure. What's so, our love you keep just disappearing randomly? Yeah. <laughs> Those of you just listening, my camera is messing up like crazy, and I keep Walter's MIA. But anyway, and connected. Anyway, so um, the last time we saw Yelena was the end credit scene of Black Widow. Okay. Where, she, so Allegra, what is her name? 
Dave, Dave Fontaine. Fontaine. Dave Fontaine. Yeah, Dave Fontaine shows up, and we've at this point we met her already. Originally, Black Widow was supposed to come out before Falcon and Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and but we actually meet her first in that show. Um, but she, we really don't know what she like what Allegra's purpose is or Valentina. Mm-hmm. Valentina Allegra Dave Fontaine. I, do you all? Dave Fontaine, do y'all yeah. think that she is filling the void of Shield does exist, right? I don't think like, Shield exists. Okay, so if Shield does because Ross Thun General Thunderbolt or whatever, yeah, he's not he's not so if there's no Shield, she might be like some kind of like worse version of Shield mm-hmm. because Nick Fury is still alive. Yeah. But right. She might be filling this hole of like, hey, Shield's not really doing much, and I'm like, I got all these resources and strings I can pull. Like, she's probably making bank off of doing some like not so good mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Now that there's this like ever growing network of right super powered people. Well, Sword exists. That oh, is yeah, 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 that yeah. exists. We we see Sword for the first time. We're in so WandaVision. I'm better at it than you are. <laughs> um, Forgot about Sword. Yeah, Sword exists. We spent so much ty- time talking about Sword. It's fine. It was a long time I, ago. I bet, I bet we did. <laughs> um, but anyway, so Sword exists. Shield doesn't, I don't think, uh, If and I don't think, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is canon, but I think that they were running through some issues in that show, like the organization of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, but Nick Fury's not the head of, of S.H.I.E.L.D., so I don't know if it exists anymore. Um, yeah, I, think, I, think, I don't think S.H.I.E.L.D. exists at this point in the MCU. Yeah. I think Valentina, I, I think we theorize this too uh, in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Is she getting together the, Thund- the Thunderbolts? Yeah. Uh, Yes, probably. Is that, is that what you think? Or the Dark mm-hmm. Avengers? Something, I, I think it's going to be a group of anti-heroes. Yeah. I would love it if they just did Seinfeld, like her <laughs> and, uh, and what's, what's a freaking... Uh, Kramer. What, well, no, Kurt Russell's son, Wyatt Russell, Wyatt. and her and Florence Pugh and Wyatt Russell just sitting around, like, cracking jokes all day. <laughs> Okay, but that would be a <laughs> super fun, like they that honestly would be amazing. That'd be good. They, I would they love need, that. They need to do something yeah. like that. Yeah. Wyatt Russell is funny. He's in Twenty Two Jump Street. Yeah. Yeah. He was. Good and Florence that. Pugh is hilarious. She like, is funny. Have you guys? You guys should watch Fighting with My Family. It's like more of a comedy that she's in, and she's really it's it's good. Anyway. But yeah, so going back to Valentina, she tells Flor or she tells Yelena that that she knows who killed Natasha, mm-hmm. and she, the next thing you know, you see a iPad essentially, and it's a picture of Clint, which right. of course has big implications because he didn't kill Natasha. Mm-hmm. She's she responsible she herself well, for him. He's not really well. He's kind of responsible. She killed. She sacrificed herself. Yeah. He was the last person she was with. Right. That, which and is that's true. true. That is so, true. And that may be how she's spinning it. And yeah. kind of going back to what Walter was saying earlier about the whole Thanos was right thing. 
Clint is not only did he see his family get taken, snapped, but he saw Natasha, who is his best friend, kill like kill herself, sacrifice mm-hmm. herself. And he mm-hmm. well, I mean, you see that whole fight, which was maybe a little drawn out, but I can't imagine watching my one of my best friends fall to their death. Right. Like I just can't imagine what that would do to me. Mm-hmm. And so he he witnessed that, and he has no. I don't think I don't think he knows who Elena uh, is. I don't think no. he knew anything. And for about, sure, yeah, and for sure does not know that. Like she thinks that he killed Natasha. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But something that I really liked was when they were in the the aunt's apartment, and Kay asks him, "What is your favorite? What was your favorite shot?" And he said, "It was a shot I didn't take." Mm-hmm. He was talking about Natasha and how he mm-hmm. was assigned to kill her, and there was something about her that he he just couldn't pull the trigger, or like mm-hmm. um, he couldn't shoot her or kill her. Right, and you see that happen with Kate mm-hmm. in the light mm-hmm. at the end, and I just mm-hmm. thought that was a really. There were a lot of parallels in this. I was about, I was about to use the word parallels. Yeah, yeah, because there's another parallel parallel where Clint sees Kate fall, mm-hmm. and I just was like, oh man, it's yes. it's exactly like like yep. end game. Yep. Um, and so they're definitely hitting on all those things. As as this episode progresses, and I imagine that'll, I don't know what to what extent they're going to do parallels mm-hmm. throughout the the next two episodes, but those were clearly significant, right? So yeah, and I want to talk about this because I don't. Some people might think it's like, oh, for sure, Yelena is on like, like Maya is the one who hired Yelena, right? Right. I don't. I I don't think. I think it was. And I could be wrong. I think it's coincidental that Yelena caught up with Clint on that rooftop at that exact mm-hmm. moment. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no. I, wrong. I, I don't think... No, I think Maya wants to kill him herself. Right. I don't I don't think Maya wants someone else to do it for her. Mm-hmm. And she, I don't know if she really needs someone to do it for her. I think she wants to take him out herself. Mm-hmm. I don't think Maya or Yelena have any idea who the other person is. Yeah, no, I think I think they're independent. Um and then but I also think that like their storylines are gonna um intersect at some point. Yeah, I agree. So, I agree. Um, so yeah. I and I we still don't know who Valentina Valentina's boss is or who she's like answering to. So technically we really don't know who hired Yelena. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what if it was well, I don't who who would who could be her boss? I don't because, know. The other thing too, she could be acting independently. Yeah. Like because she thinks that Clint killed Natasha. So it's like she doesn't need a contract for it. She's like, I'm just gonna go do it. I don't know. That's I I think that Allegra's motivation is one of the more interesting unknowns mm-hmm. because I don't know that much about her as a character. Right. Because, but she is operating kind of in the shadows, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with her. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I appreciate about all the Disney Plus shows so far is that they kind of build to this point where you don't really know how everything is going to shake out. 
Yeah. Right. I think that's one of the benefits of TV mm-hmm. uh, versus a movie is you get engaged over a six week or seven week period or in WandaVision was like nine, nine episodes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, how do you, how do y'all think this is going to shake out? Do you think that this could be the last we see of Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye? Or do you think that there's more in store for him and that he might kind of like make a big sacrifice in a feature I think or something down the line. I could definitely see him sacrificing himself or just dying in some way at the end of I don't know, it is only season one. I don't know. I, I could see him dying in this show, passing off uh you know, the Hawkeye name and branding whatever to Haley Steinfeld as well as bringing um Lena Cardellini as Mockingbird like into so like having having these two women together kind of like take up the helm of what Hawkeye used to be and kind of making it like a hmm. I don't know I, th- I think that would be really cool um and I think it would kind of give uh Clint like kind of a full circle kind of thing um, where like his debt is paid because like mm-hmm. if like he sacrificed himself um to you know for I don't know I guess like family at this point. Ooh, yeah. what if, what if for whatever reason Elena ends up in trouble and he ends up saving her but dying in the process of saving her? Mm, mm-hmm. That would Pain. suck. That would suck, but but I mean his. His life for Yelena's for Natasha's. True. Yeah. I yeah mean, that would that would that, that would, would be pretty cool. interesting. Here, here's the thing: I don't think they're gonna kill him. I don't. No. I don't think we're gonna see much more of him after this. But because he's got a family, I say that they killed Tony. Here's the thing, though. Like, and <laughs> this goes back to our conversation episode episodes one and two uh two weeks ago olivia jeremy renner's performance especially in episode three when he's he can't his hearing aids are broken and his kate's translating the conversation with his son mm-hmm. like that was so sad oh, like man, hey buddy really are good. you doing okay like i'm gonna be home soon like go wake up mom like all that's renner freaking won me over i was like i'm I feel I feel for him like mm-hmm. I don't know especially like on days like today where I work all day and like I didn't get to see my wife before she went to sleep I'm like I just uh I feel for her. and like if yeah. if they if they kill him in this series I might be like I might kind of flip out a little bit <laughs> flip the coffee table especially yeah. like okay we have to talk about when Yelena and I don't understand why Yelena did this, but she strapped Kate with a with a wire and then mm-hmm. threw her over the edge. Mm-hmm. And Clint jumps after her, and it is like almost, almost like embarrassing, and almost schlocky how much they're imitating Nat falling to her death on Vormir. But yeah, that moment, especially with the Christmas lights, and like. Haley Steinfeld's expression and 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 she just goes pull me up like she's so freaked out uh-huh. 
it it was so good because it 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 was kind of like Clint's. You're reminded Clint is an adult. This is a kid. He is responsible for her. Mm-hmm. She almost died, and it's mm-hmm. like this freaky callback to like a traumatic thing that ha- happened to him. And it was one of the more like poignant things I've seen in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Man, it was just really, really good. I was yeah. very impressed by that yeah. scene. I just want to say to anyone who's listening to this, Isaac had stepped away when we were talking, when Walter and I were talking about that scene. Yep. Yeah. So, so that's why <laughs> he, to, he I had to I let him uh, talk. deal with something. <laughs> so, Walter, wow. what'd you say? I said, I'll let him talk. I'll let Isaac have, have his moment. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Let him, let him have it. I don't know what I was going to say. I had a thought, and then I, I got distracted. So, anyway. Um, yeah. No. I derailed everything. That's what <laughs> That's I do best. That's right. fine. That's all right. What, uh, we don't really know how anything's going to shake out. Yeah, who do you, Isaac, who, how do you think it's going to shake out? I mean, do you, what do you, you think is going to happen with Clint? I don't think Clint will die. I think it's too. It would be too Not sad. Season. Too messed up. Um, I think Kingpin will show up. I don't oh, think man. Daredevil will. I don't either. Um, I think that Eleanor is going to be revealed as the big bad with jack being some kind of henchman to her mm-hmm. in like a like rah rah uh you know she's actually the one who's in charge not him type mm-hmm. thing um and i think kate's gonna spend christmas with uh clint's family that would be really yeah, good the dog i would like that and I, 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 but I, I don't like know that. how it's going to shake out because Clint goes to Kazi and he's like, look, you know, and I know that it's bad for everyone if Maya tries to kill Ronan. And if she thinks it's me, I will kill her. Mm-hmm. So you need to stop her. And, and so that's the last kind of last thing we kind of see between them. So I don't really know how it's going to shake out with, with Clint and Maya because if she really wants to kill him then she's gonna try her darndest but now Yelena's a main player so who knows a lot could happen in two two episodes hey this is completely sidetracking everything but this I don't know what made me think of this Uh, episode episode two where we find out more about Maya's backstory right that's episode two no, it was episode three. It was, was it episode three. Three. Okay, it was the beginning okay. of three. Yeah. Oh, it was three because we saw Kingpin. It was right uh, before the fight. The the little girl who plays a young Maya is actually the actor's cousin, little cousin. Oh, and oh, cool. she doesn't actually. She didn't know American Sign Language, so she like learned it for the role, which I thought was really sweet. Oh, really nice. cool. oh that's awesome. Yeah, she did a good job. The whole time, yeah, the whole time I was like, that kid does really look like her, and it's yeah, well, they're cousins. So. Yeah. Speaking of which, I mean, y'all might have talked about this in, la- in the last episode, but the uh, young Kate uh, really does look like, like in the flashbacks, you know, mm-hmm. like looks a lot like a young Haley Steinfeld. Yeah. Like it's they they casted that really well. They did. So. I agree with that for yeah. sure. Um. Yeah. 
So yeah. anyway, well, this has been. Anyway. We I think we're getting close to. Yeah, we just hit the hour Midnight. mark <laughs> minutes ago. So let <laughs> let's land this plane if y'all if y'all are okay with that. Let's yeah? land it. Okay. Land it, Walt. <laughs> um. So I guess uh, well, what would just quick thoughts on the story so far with two episodes left in this season? How how are we feeling? I feel good. I I, I feel like we all have really enjoyed it. I mm-hmm. I like that this doesn't feel quite as life altering mm-hmm. as or like timeline altering as the rest mm-hmm. of the MCU shows have yeah. felt. Smaller it, scale for sure. It it's kind of. It feels like Black Widow and Shang-Chi in the sense of it's just a standalone and mm-hmm. sure it's going to impact the MCU in some way, but I don't have to know a million things right. in order to watch it. I can just right. watch it and kind of just enjoy it. Right. Yep. So I think the story is working. I'm I'm into it. I realize that it has the lowest viewership of all the Disney, the Marvel Disney Plus shows so far. And yeah. Who cares? Outside of what if, but yeah, like who who cares? It's it's been funny. I have I've gotten you know emotional while watching it. It's it's been good. I I really enjoy it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. As as again, somebody who does not necessarily love the MCU, it's been really fun so far. Um, and I'm I'm really excited to see how they uh, end this season. Um. And I wish that Marvel wasn't trying to do so many shows at once so that we could get season mm-hmm. two even sooner. Um, but, you know, that's the name of the game. So, And I think Marvel is so smart. Like, obviously, all the performances that we've gotten out of all these shows have been great. Um, but Haley Steinfeld just brings something really, really special to this, this world that's... Mm-hmm the most similar to Spider-Man in terms of mm-hmm. like ineffable charisma and likability. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's just, it's so rare. And she's also just like a really good moral character, mm-hmm. which is also rare. Mm-hmm. Um, she's kind of like your, your friendly neighborhood. Archer. Like, Archer. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. friend, like, She'll talk to you about Imagine Dragons and your problems with your girlfriend. It's just really, really I love that that exchange between her and the thug too. That was really good. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, yeah. She's just like likable, like yeah. incredibly likable and spunky and upbeat. And I, I feel like we don't, but she's not annoying or arrogant, right? Like, like Tony yeah. had that charisma about yeah. him. Tony Stark had that charisma about him, but he was kind of a douchebag a lot right, right. And, and that was his bit and i get that but with kate she's she's just fun yep yeah they uh, walked that line with her really well i think yeah yeah, yeah. so we, we walked that line with her in terms of like seeing this world through her eyes yeah um which we discussed a little bit in that our previous episode olivia yeah so yeah i I can't wait for a Kate Bishop and Yelena team up. Team up. Would be great. Uh, yeah. Florence Pugh and Haley Seinfeld together. What a dream team. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, Her, I'm honestly the two of them and um, Zendaya as uh, MJ. 
well, as a Spider-Man variant in the future. Ooh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. and Tom Holland, like it, him as the only dude. That would be oh, a, that would be a great movie. Oh, I, would I would really like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Man. All right. Yeah. Guys, well, any final thoughts? Well, I was just gonna say, speaking of, we Spider-Man, should probably walk the dog. We should probably walk the dog. <laughs> probably walk the dog. <laughs> speaking of uh, Spider-Man, uh, next episode coming out next weekend uh, will be uh, it'll be up of the day after the premiere of Spider-Man: um, No Way Home, which I am super excited about. Yeah. Um, okay. Final predictions excited. on record: Are Are Toby and Andrew in it? I'm gonna say yes. Yes. I'm yeah. saying no. Really? I don't think they are. Someone Ooh, I talked okay. to someone today and he said that he he saw cuz the the people are talking about how someone in the trailer someone punches lizard and there's no one there. Mm-hmm. And they're thinking it's Doc Ock and Green Goblin end up teaming up with Spider-Man to take down the other ones. Oh. Which I don't like that. I, I don't like, know, I don't cool, know about that. I don't like that. I don't want that to happen. I don't know about that. So you're saying weird. no? Really Isaac? I, I really don't think I Tom Holland said in an interview today, I think I think today, uh thir- not Thursday, yesterday, Wednesday. <laughs> it is now past <laughs> midnight as we were recording this. That um he said I would love to do a Spider Man movie with Andrew and oh, they're, Toby. They're, and I don't they're, think they're Tom Holland is the I don't think he's as good a liar as that. No, I really don't. Mar- I Disney, don't think Disney he could... knows that, and they're playing to that. Uh, that's my prediction, dude. You have, you literally have villains from both of the old Spider-Man franchises. We know for a fact they're in this series. We've seen them in the trailers. It would be insane if we have Alfred Molina, Alfred Molina as Doc Ock show back up, and then uh, uh, Tobey Maguire not show up. Like that would not make sense. I would be. But I... Do you know? Can you can you imagine how many sweaty nerds would be so mad <laughs> if these two other white boys didn't show well, up as Peter Parker? Here's, but here, this goes. Well, you can go back and listen to our episode um, from two weeks ago. But we talked about Spider Man No Way Home a little bit. They hadn't didn't finish the script whenever they started shooting. They they oh. hadn't finished it. Tom Holland said that they were kind of like the director was like, I'm just kind of like writing it as I go because <laughs> Dr. Strange was supposed to film first. And now it's like releasing after this movie. Yeah. And I just, I, in a weird way, I have very low expectations for this movie. Like I, I be simply because of every way. That's what? true. You're less likely to get hurt with lower expectations. Well, maybe, but I, I just, this is, this is a bizarre point where like everything's gotten shuffled because of covid right and 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 just the just the fact that like like this this whole production seems like it's just been really really sloppy like they rewrote the entire third act like as they were filming it oh like tom holland stopped in the middle of the scene is like this doesn't feel right we need to rewrite this (laughs) and he worked with the director to do that and it's like yeah, maybe it'll suck. That just, it, it might. I really feel like it might. Be, and it, it'll be, really be fun because it's, it's Spider-Man and it's freaking Alfred Molina, like the best Spider-Man villain of all time, yeah. like coming back. Like in that sense, I won't be let down. But like, it, it's, it's, you can only 
fit so many great things in a two and a half hour movie. And like, I just really think this movie's not going to be as good as it's being hyped up. I hope you're wrong. It's going to make a shit ton of money, but like beyond that, I don't think it's going to be that great. Yeah. And I hope you're wrong. I hope you're wrong too. I'm going to be really pissed if you're right. I just can't help but feel that like in my gut. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. But Walter, you and I are going to get to discuss it together afterwards. Yes. We're we're seeing it together together. next weekend. I'm really excited. In IMAX too. It'll be the first IMAX movie in years. I'm also seeing it in IMAX. So (gasps) Nice. Yep. Very excited. Are Um, you seeing it at 745? 6.45, actually, on oh, Thursday, she's though. She's going to know so. about it early. Oh, you should on message Thursday. us immediately yeah. afterward. Yeah, Olivia, you cannot spoil anything. I will okay, not. Yeah. I, because you're I, actually seeing it a full 24 hours. I am seeing yeah. it 25 hours before you guys. <laughs> I will not spoil anything to anyone who has not seen it. Okay, good. Except for can, when we talk about it on Saturday, when we record, and then spoilers are off because we've all seen it at that point. And anyone who listens to it, I would assume, has yeah, seen yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have um, to, yeah. there will be an embargo. We cannot discuss it at all until we get on mic. Well, that yes. means you two can't discuss it. You guys are going to be physically together. Okay. Well, it's going to be, it might be late. I don't know. It'll depend. Okay. And we can talk know. about this off mic. Okay. <laughs> Final <laughs> prediction. True. Final prediction. Someone dies. I don't know who it is, but someone's going to die. I think Japanese Spider-Man is going to come through with a hammer and Japanese Spider-Man. Someone. That's yeah, so specific. Have you all seen Japanese Spider-Man? No. I'm sure I have. Yeah. I want Miles to show up. Mm. It's not a prediction. I just yeah. want Miles to show up. Yeah. Yep. And he was referenced in the in, uh, Homecoming. In Homecoming. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it would be very cool. Uh, I just show. wanted to let you guys know that I have been cast as Peter Parker in Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> Walter's pissed. That should have been his say, role. Well, I figured this Honestly, might be a good time yeah. to tell you guys that I have also been cast as Peter Parker in Spider-Man No Way Home. It's a variant of Peter Parker <laughs> well, who gets guys, killed. I guess it's time to tell you, I Uh-oh. have been cast as Spider-Gwen. No way. Yeah, welcome. Oh, man. This is so what if exciting. Eric joined the chat and was like, <laughs> I have been cast... <laughs> As spider, Eric, as Eric spider, fam. <laughs> spider fam. <laughs> Eric comes out of nowhere, who hasn't recorded with us in, in months, and like is like, by months. the way, guys. Also. <laughs> that would have been amazing. We should have had oh. him do that. Oh, oh man. So good. I'm crying. Um, all right, let's wrap it up. Thank yeah. you for... Thank you for listening. If you're still listening <laughs> at this point, uh, please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and um, share this with anyone you know who isn't really enjoying Hawkeye, who might appreciate some of our takes on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, please tune in next week. It'll be like midday on the 18th that yeah. our Spider-Man No Way Home episode will drop. At the latest. I bet it might be a multi-hour episode. We've had a couple a of those, one. but I feel like we might have enough to discuss to where... It might warn a couple hours, so uh, tune back in for that. Leave a review for us on Apple uh, Podcasts. That helps us a lot. And um, even if you don't use Apple Podcasts, just, just if go you got an there. iPhone, just, just jump go over on there. there and yeah, just leave just a review. Go there. Just give a little yeah. look. Just, just yep. go on there. Yeah, just go on there. What, yep. What's the harm? <laughs> what's the harm? Just go on there. Hey, what's going on there? Just go on. We should probably walk the dog. 
<laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye, everyone. <laughs> All right.